People are interesting, complex, yet simple creatures. And so in describing people, we peel back a person's mask, overlook the judgments that they may have against them, and get a glimpse into why they are the way they are. Some might call it a character sketch, but here it's just describing a person. This is a work of fiction. Or is it? Where the sun does not rise and the rooster does not crow. Where the sparrow does not fly and the deer does not run. Where mist hangs in the air like off a rope on a tree. And the wind does not move like from the lungs of the deceased. This is where Eli Mark hides behind a mossy tree and the shadow cast from the crack of a moon. He stopped running hours ago, his lungs tight, his body burning from exhaustion. He slid down the trunk of the tree silently, gasping for air. He cannot tell the difference between the cracks and rustles from those of the living, the dead, or of nature. And he's not quite sure which is most terrifying. It had all started with a selfie just a night ago. At a party with mostly strangers, he stood by the pool in the backyard and posed for a snap. He liked how the blue light filtered up from the pool behind, lighting his face. People around him brushed up against him, but not really noticing him. He wanted this selfie to show how cool he was to be at a party, but really he was hoping Megan might see it if he posted it to a story. He knew she liked him and he was playing it cool with her, he acted like he knew he was cool and he knew he was good looking, but through the display of the screen, he frowned at himself. His jaw was too big, his forehead too big, his nose looked flat. He looked just like his dad. He hated his dad. The way his dad sat in his chair, drinking his beer with no shirt, his cargo pants, watching TV, was embarrassing enough even when no one saw it. The way his dad would grunt conversations, the way his dad didn't care. And to make it worse, everyone knew that Eli's mom was having an affair with her boss, but no one really cared except Eli. He looked down at the beer in his cup and he looked at himself in his phone again. He was not his father. The way the shadows fell on his jawline was smooth. He had more of a Roman nose than a flat nose and it went up into a strong forehead. Yeah, he pulled some of his hair forward so his blonde curls would cover the too much of strong forehead. His eyes glowed blue with the blue behind him. He felt good. He snapped the picture. He took a swallow from his beer and started typing something casual over the selfie. 
It was the face behind him that stopped him. It was just a face floating in the water. He turned around. The pool was empty. But when he looked at his phone again, the face was there, white with black, empty eyes. He tapped the X in the corner and lifted the phone to look behind him. Nothing. He smiled at himself. It must have been a glitch, or even better, a new filter. So he posed and took another snap. The face was there again, only closer to him, near the middle of the pool. He tapped the X again and whirled around. Nothing. He didn't want to think about how his heart was racing, despite him telling himself the whole filter theory again. He turned back around, lifted the phone, and started recording a video. There was nothing in the video until he stopped recording. A sudden icy chill slid down his body as he watched it replay. The white face was floating closer to him, just until it was a few feet away from the pool's edge. Before the video replayed, he scrambled into the house, pushing his way through the people. He searched frantically for his friend Tom. Tom was in the kitchen with a bottle of vodka and just pouring cup after cup, laughing at nothing, really. Eli grabbed Tom's shoulder and shoved the phone in his face. Tom laughed him off, chugging back the vodka at what would be another time an alarming rate. But Eli couldn't take his eyes off the video. He hesitantly deleted it, then lifted his phone and recorded the room of drunk people thinking they were dancing. He watched the replay. There, among the flushed faces, the white face moved closer, black holes where eyes should have been boring into him. He couldn't breathe. His lungs would not work. He could not find air to suck in. Out the door to his car, 100% sober now, his keys got hooked in his pocket. Frantically, he tugged at them, drink still in one hand, phone in the other. He dropped the cup to use both hands to attack his stuck keys. A cool breeze rolled up his neck and through his clothes. He stopped. He could hear raspy breathing behind him. He turned to see nothing. He lifted his phone and took a shaky photo. The white blur with fuzzy black ovals filled his screen. Elay Mark is not the first to be trapped in the forest of the night. But he does not know that. Yet. Yet. Describing People is written and produced by me, Sarah Kaliski. Be sure to stay tuned for more chilling episodes this month about the forest of the night. The music on this episode is by Sarah Afonso, which is the song playing actually right now. And then the second song played earlier is by Meet Her. You can check out more about both of the two artists on their sites in the description of this episode. 
And then the music in the intro is from the song Metro is Breathing by the artist Costa T. Find out more about him and his work in the description as well. You can stalk this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Describing PPL. I'm Sarah, and thank you for listening to Describing People. Until next time, stay kind, wise, and beautiful. Cheers.